This is Rama for Today Radio. You see, she started to say something about time. I, well, really, I had the door open and started out. And, and I turned and said, I know, I know. I don't know how I knew. But I said, I know you're hurting worse now than you were when I came in a few seconds ago. After prayer, hurting worse. But I said, Jesus said, if we'd ask it in his name, he'd do it. So he's done it. That's it. It's settled. The next time you see me, you'll tell me it's so goodbye and slammed the door and ran. Welcome to Rama for Today Radio with Ken and Lynette Hagan. Today we're continuing with Kenneth E. Hagan's series, The Healing Anointing from Volume 2. We know you're learning, and we want to help you gain as much knowledge as you need about the healing power of God and your right to be healed. Later in the program, I'll return to give you details about this month's special radio and podcast offer. Now, here's Kenneth E. Hagan. So we were in a revival meeting, and we'd been building some onto the parsonage, a couple of rooms and so on, and, and bath, and I'm back there shaving, getting ready. The van is going to preach, and so actually some of the men of our church were carpenters, and they had built this addition, and I'd help them in his little finishing, you know, like putting down baseboard and so on, and so I, I, I wanted to finish all that out. I did the paper and all that, see, and I've finished now, and I want to put the baseboard down and all that, and, and so I worked a little late so I wouldn't have to work the next day, and, and, and then, it's you know, folks are already parking on the church a lot. It's time to, you know, parking lot between the parsonage and the church. And I'm running a little late because I wanted to finish the work, you know. And, and I heard my wife up front let somebody in the house. And I heard him say, he's back there in the bathroom. And I looked up, here comes this little cotton-headed boy. Well, we worked together for four years, you see. I mean, I mean, you know, I can read his mind. I, you know. He never said anything. I said, yeah, I know. I know mama wants me to come pray for her. I was going to say, because you see, when I, when I saw him, I looked at my watch. It's 10 minutes till time to start church. Well, how in the world are you going to get down there to her house and get an hour and a half praying in in 10 minutes? Didn't get back in time to start serving. So I said, I was going to say, will it be all right to wait till after church? But I said, will. I, I, that's all I got out of my mouth. He said, no, she said, come on right now. She, before church, she's just hurting awfully bad. See, we'd worked together as long as we knew what another one, what another's going to say, you know. Except he's nine years old now, you know, almost tens to the six, you see. But we worked together. He's still cotton-headed. So I said, well, all right then. So I finished my shaving, jumped into my go-to-meeting clothes, ran out the back. Now, I had a car sitting right there by the back door of the parsonage, but if you went by car, it really take you longer to get there, see, where you had to go. See, I, I ran out the back door of the parsonage, in behind the church, and down an alley, and then up another alley that cars didn't run up, you know, but you could run down them or walk down them, you know. And across another street and down another alley. And I knew right where she'd be. I knocked on this side door and a voice said, come in. And by the time I got inside, you see, because her bed, her, you know, she just, she's just right there by the head of the bed right there by the door. time I got inside, I had the top off of that bottle and out of breath and running anyway. And I just anointed her throat and said, oh, God, heal this woman named Jesus. That's your name. You'll do it. So you done not even hallelujah. That's exactly, that's the way I said it. That's exactly what I said. Word for word. That's it. 
I had the time I said amen, I had the top back on my bottle in my pocket and headed for the door. Now, you know what I said? I'd slow it down. See, I said, oh, God, heal this woman in the name of Jesus. You said if you'd ask it in your name, you'd do it, so you've done it. Amen. Hallelujah. <laughs> but I said it like this. Oh, God, heal this woman in the name of Jesus. said in your name, you'd do it, so you've done it. Amen. Hallelujah. <laughs> you know, he understands it where you say it's slow or fast, you know. <laughs> Amen. And I started to open. Well, I had the door open, see. And she started to say something. But see, I've worked with her so long now for four years. Still, I don't know what she. I don't know how come you to say it. I, you know, I say a lot of things. I don't know how come you to say them. I mean, it surprises me as much as it does everybody else. <laughs> you see, she started to say something about time. I, well, really, I had the door open, started out, and and I turned and said, "I know, I know. I don't know how I knew, but I said, I know you're hurting worse now than you were when I came in a few seconds ago." After prayer, hurting worse. But I said, Jesus said, if we'd ask it in his name, he'd do it. So he's done it. That's it. It's settled. The next time you see me, you'll tell me it's so goodbye. And slammed the door and ran. <laughs> and I ran up this alley and across that street and down that alley and back up this other alley in behind the church. And I came in the church door, out of breath. And I looked at my watch and it's exactly time to start church. Then <laughs> I got up the pulpit. Didn't even have to get warmed up. I'm already warmed up, see. <laughs> And start the service, you see. Well, we went through all the preliminaries and the singing and taking up the offering and, and some special songs and 45 minutes probably of preliminaries. And uh, I said, well, before Brother So-and-So, the evangelist come, Brother Ransom, the evangelist comes to preach. That's how we had three sections in our, three sections of seat, like one, two, three, you know, sections here. I said, let's have one person from each section that's been saved during this meeting to testify. You know, it's good for people to save to get up and tell about it. it. It helps them. It strengthens them. Amen. So one person got up here and testified. Another got up there and testified. And while the third one was testifying, about that time, double doors at the back of the auditorium. You know, if you're... If the pulpit's from the inside, the front of it, if you're the other way, you know, burst open and here came this lady in. Well, this person was testifying and I guess she thought was having a testimony meeting when that person, that third one sat down while she just picked it up coming down the aisle. Said, Brother Hagin, I'm perfectly healed. Just like you said, you know, said, I don't know how come you to say that, but after you anointed with all and prayed, I started hurting twice as bad as it was. And, and that's what I started to say when you started to leave. But you just said, Sister, we prayed the name of Jesus. He said, if you'd asked his name, you'd do it. So he's done it. Next time you see me, tell him. So said, you hadn't been gone 10 minutes ever since to left me. And I just got up and got ready to come home to church. Praise you know, she was healed. Now, there's four years that we spent running, praying, praying the power down, feeling the power, shaking under the power, falling under the power. And that's all right if you don't mix faith with it. But you see, well, the power of God charged that woman, surcharged that woman, amen, again and again and again and again. But no real and final healing ever happened till something happened that released her faith. Right. See what I said, released her faith when it didn't happen. Are you following me? Amen. Praise God. I don't even have to go pray for her anymore. I think I remember one time, now, now see, if something got wrong with her, See, that chronic condition was healed. But if something got wrong, she'd just come on to church, you know. Well, Brother Hagin, I come on. Now, I know just a minute you touch me. In Jesus' name, I'll be healed. And she would be. Now, one time, only once, a flu epidemic was going around. She's just so sick she couldn't get up, so she asked me to come. And I went. 
But that stopped all that running, you know. Praise God. Thank God. Amen. Now, now, that's the reason I said to you, though the healing power may be ministered to a person, and though that person may manifestedly be supercharged with the power of God, Yet no real and final healing takes place until something occurs that releases the faith of the individual. You can see it in that woman's case. Now I think you need to realize this, that that brings us to another thought that we've discovered in this series of lessons, and I'm just going over things that we've already talked about and adding to a little here and there. That brings me to another fact, and that is that healing is not always instant. That that throws a lot of people sometimes. Well, now, first of all, we'll go to the Bible to prove a point. The ten lepers were healed as they went. They weren't healed right on the spot or instantly. The nobleman's son, fourth chapter, John, began to amend from that hour. The blind man that Jesus spit on the ground made clay of the spittle, rubbed it on his eyes, wasn't healed instantly on the spot. He had to do something first. Jesus said, go wash it off in the pool of Siloam and thou shalt come again seeing. Isn't that true? If that was true then, the same thing would be true now. Now I know from experience why this happens and what Jesus wanted to get from that man, an act of faith. What if he had said, oh well, there's no use. I don't believe anything happened so I won't go. Well, he wouldn't have been healed then, would he? I said, would he? Certainly would. What if those ten lepers, Jesus said to them, go to the high priest and offer the sacrifice for your cleansing. And as they went, what if they'd have said, well, we're not clean, so I'm not going. They wouldn't have been healed, would they? I said, would they? No, no, you see. And so healing very often is by degree based on two conditions. Number one, the degree of healing virtue or power administered. I know from experience, when I have a stronger anointing, I get more instant healings. And so, healing is by degree based on two conditions. Number one, the degree of healing virtue administered. And number two, the degree of faith that gives action or power to the healing virtue or the healing power administered. The Bible said in Hebrews 4, 2, that the word spoken did not profit them not being mixed with faith. Talking about Israel. Though God said it, though God spoke to them, it didn't profit them. They didn't believe it. Friends, you'll not get any healing from heaven if you do not believe that there's any for you. Amen. You will never get it applied to your body or your soul or your spirit where it will do you any good until you lay hold of it intelligently and receive it. One way to receive it, of course, is through the laying on of hands or a cloth or a handkerchief as far as that's concerned. Thank God for the healing power of God. You're listening to Rama for Today with Ken and Lynette Hagan. 
Right now, I want to tell you about a special offer called Health Food Devotions. On October 1st, 1979, Reverend Kenneth E. Hagan began prayer and healing school on the campus of Rama Bible Training College in Broken Arrow, Oklahoma. Health Food is a compilation of his teachings on healing during that first year. This devotional will surely strengthen your faith regarding healing. The book, Health Food Devotions, has been discounted for you, our radio and podcast listeners. So to order your copy for only $12.75, please call us toll-free at 1-888-FAITH-99. Once again, that number is 1-888-FAITH-99, and we'll get that right out to you. If you prefer to write Kenneth Hagen Ministries, our address is P.O. Box 50126, Tulsa, Oklahoma, 74150. You can also connect online at rhema.org. That's R-H-E-M-A dot O-R-G. We always love to hear from our listeners, and there are resources to help you with marriage, children, work, finances, and so much more. So write in or call us and become a part of Rama for Today. Now, let's join Ken and Lynette Hagan. Be with us in a church service. That's right. Wednesday night at 7 o'clock, Sunday morning at 10 a.m., and Sunday evening at 7 p.m. And we're also in Oklahoma City. Yes. At uh, 8921 Northwest Expressway. Yeah, that's it. That's right. On Sunday night, 6 o'clock. Come and experience Sunday morning on Sunday night. That's Have the right. weekend free and then come on Sunday evening. And, yes. And, and, and enjoy an experience. Well, we that's better right. get out of here. Hey, we'll see you next time. Next week, we begin a new series with Ken Hagen titled Healing in the Word. It's sure to enhance what you've already learned this month about the healing anointing. So please join us on Monday for more study of God's Word on healing with Ken Hagen. And if you've received healing or even increased your faith for healing this month, please write us and let us know about it. Send us an email to partnerservice at rhema.org. Or you can write to us at Rama for Today, P.O. Box 50126, Tulsa, Oklahoma, 74150. Thank you for listening and have a great weekend.